Welcome in, everybody. It's the Craft Beer Republic. Thanks for drinking. Thanks for joining. I'm Greg, and I'm getting very romantic with my boy Flex over there. We so sweet. Oh, look at you looking all cute tonight. Oh, shucks. You look cuter. Stop it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You're talking like that. You might get lucky. Oh, that's the goal. It's always the goal. If you're uh, still here. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks uh, for joining us tonight. And if you made it past that intro, follow us on the socials at Craft Beer Republic. And, of course, at Flex Me a Beer underscores in between. We got some shits to get to tonight. Snoop Dogg has his own drink. Okay. People are drinking across Australia. Isn't it just like gin and juice or something? Not this time. Oh. Mm. Laid back. Intrigued. Yeah. Ludicrous libation law and mucho, mucho mas. But before we get to that, I think it's time we answer early the most important question of the night. In a world where craft beer is king, a world where muscles are bigger than growlers, only one tongue can guide us, one man, one tongue, one tongue jobber. In this world, we must find out what is Flex drinking. Flex does a really good slow-mo. That was pretty good, wasn't it? That was good. I wish people um, could see that. Yeah, one day. One day when we video this on YouTube or something dumb. I got a face uh, for radio. Nobody wants to see that. No. Well, I do. It's glorious. <laughs> so, beer. Uh, today, I am drinking... <laughs> beer uh, it is. It's been a while. Uh, wow. Been a while. Did not mean to say that. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm drinking Drecker Brewing Company out of Fargo, North Dakota. Yeah, I've heard of it. It is a collaboration with Zool Beer, who is out of Knoxville, Tennessee. Mm. Is you the only 10 I see? Hey, I had a guy um, tell me that once. That's like the best compliment ever. Yeah, I was at Disney World. I was wearing a Tennessee shirt. I have no allegiance to Tennessee. Someone just bought it for me. And the guy goes, hey, Tennessee. And I was like, ah, just a shirt. You're only 10 I see. I was like, ah, what? Oh, <laughs> thanks, bud. Then fun. you got laid. Yep. Nice. Uh, so this beer is called Danger is Our Business. Mm. It is an IPA. It has uh, Pilsner malt, flaked oats, flaked wheat, carafoam. Uh, the hops are HBC 586, because apparently that doesn't have a name yet. All right. Uh, Simcoe and Cashmere, and they used their own uh, house IPA yeast. I do love that they always have the ingredients on their cans. That is fun. Um, just so you know, like, what's in here? Oh. Simple enough. Like, it's not yeah. that hard to put it on your can. Uh, Untapped calls this a New England slash hazy. It is hazy, you know? Um, and Definitely it's hazy. got a nice color to it. Uh, on their can, like I said, they do only call it an IPA, probably because they just really do brew hazies. So it's <laughs> like a, hey, this is a hazy. No, we just call it an IPA because they do mark their very rarely brewed West Coast. Any say, do they even have any Westies over there? I think they got like two, maybe. Hmm. Um, <laughs> really long description here. Um, basically everything I just read about the hops and the malts and the oats and the carafomies. It says, the first whiff of this one is all peachios, mango and ripe cantaloupe. And then once you go in for a drink, you'll taste notes of 
Karakara Orange and Dark Cherry, and it's all tied together with just the right amount of light bitterness. So we're going to put all that shit to the test because I love when breweries put in what you should be tasting. Yeah. Um, and then Let me know. You know. Just see what you get. Yeah. And then only 500 check-ins on this with a 406. So respectable rating. Absolutely. Not a lot of check-ins. Who knows? I don't even know if it's new. But uh, So on the schnoz, I'm supposed to be smelling peachios, which are just peach rings. I was like, is that a peach ring? Yeah. it's some um, Goddamn North Dakota. Peachios. Is that like a knockoff brand? That's what I'm thinking. I feel like I'm getting more of the mango cantaloupe. Mm. Tropical. Unless my nose is broken. Maybe. I don't know. Definitely. I actually do smell the cantaloupe, which I think is bizarre when people put that on their description. So bonus for that. Cantaloupe's one of those fun ones. I like it in an IPA, especially a Westie. Same Z's. All right. Now we'll warm up the old tongue jobber here. Oh, here we go. Oh, that's why we need it to be a video show. Oddly enough, I get the cherry. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> that's um, what he said. I don't know about. No. Yeah, that's pretty fucking good. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. Yeah. So I don't know if you know anything about Karakara oranges. I do not. So they're like a pink flesh orange. Hmm. You know, so you open it up and it's like pinky orange on the inside. So like crossbred with a blood orange or something? Or? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, and it's, up, it's supposed to be like a sweeter version of an orange, right? Instead hmm. of just a regular navel. I'd say that hits it here. Nice. I did take a couple sips of this immediately as it poured out and I was thinking like orange skin. Like it mm. had that bitterness of orange skin. Yeah, Not anymore. That's completely gone. Oh. Just gonna dive in real quick one more time. Don't deny us. Yeah, that's pretty fucking good. Holy shit. <laughs> um and it has like the perfect amount of carbonation. It's like light to medium bodied. I drank one can of this a couple days ago and I thought to myself, Yeah. Now I'm drinking it and I'm thinking, wow. This is this is actually a really phenomenal beer. More like a wow. Wow. Um, I really do wish I smelled the peachios on it. Mm. I know Sabro hops usually gives you that huge, huge peach note. This had no Sabro, but still, just this is great. I, I'm really glad I had it tonight. Nice. Well, I'm so glad you're enjoying. We, I, I was talking to you before the show. I said, what should right. I drink? And. I even sighed and said, ah, I guess I'll drink this. And great now, decision. Really great decision. Great success. So, I'm alive. I like. <laughs> oh, All right. Man. Well, cheers, man. Yeah, cheers. Well, speaking of uh, IPAs, well, let me let me backtrack. Went to a concert over the weekend. Okay, the, what concert? The Eagles are in town. Don't know how I feel about that. Not an Eagles fan. Not an Eagles fan. Okay. Is this an Eagles show? <laughs> Not an Not Eagle show. An show. <laughs> I am an Eagles fan from way back when. I mean, my my very first CD player, the my, that birthday I got two CDs. Hell Freeze is over and Dookie. Very different. <laughs> okay, very different. But uh but yeah, love me some Eagles. I've seen them multiple times in concert and this they're calling this their long goodbye or whatever. What was that? Like 94? It was 94. Good job. Wow. But uh so not a fan, huh? Too country-ish or? I don't know. People talk about, uh, you know, like Hotel California being like one of the greatest songs ever written. Yeah. And it just doesn't do it for me. That's I'd, fair. I'd rather take like solo Don Henley over the Eagles. Little Boys of Summer. 
Yeah, you know, like dirty laundry. Dirty right? laundry, good. Right? Just yeah, great, great stuff. I'll yeah. say that I I do me I do enjoy me some uh, Hotel California, but not my favorite Eagles song by a long shot. I I really like some of their deep cuts. Okay, um, if anybody's out there caring, those shoes, great song. Uh, also, some of their you know like kind of pseudo hits. Uh, Witchy Woman is good, and they they did a version of it at the concert that was very different. I very much enjoyed it. Um, what else? Pretty Maids all in a row. Some of the Joe Walsh stuff. Good stuff. Anyways. Yeah. I'll stop. Uh, it was a good show. Obviously, no Glenn Fry. He passed a few years ago, but uh, they sounded great for being a bunch of old fucks. I love when the old fucks sound great. They sounded great. I mean, Don Henley sounds like he's in his 30s still. Like that guy, I don't know what he's drinking, what he's coating the old throat with, <laughs> but uh, it's working. The but, dick uh, sauce. No, cut that out. <laughs> Please cut that out. Put it on your burger. Um, we're at the forum, the Great Western Forum, the Kia Forum, whatever it's called these days. They didn't really have any craft. I was drinking stone IPAs all night. Okay. I can tell you with great certainty, I don't miss those. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oof, I'm going to need to brush my teeth after this. You know, a funny story about big brands owning like craft beer. Yeah. Uh, I quote marks up. So I talk about the post-work beers you know that i Mm -hmm. now frequently have yeah my go-to is uh sweetwater Mm, okay and they came out with a gummies double ipa and it's like this teal can with all these gummy things on it it's pretty good i've not had it and it's a nine and a half percent beer okay so it's like it's gonna get you there and it's gonna get you there quick and and I just had to get it off my chest that <laughs> it, I think it's pretty good. And I think if you if you untap it, it's got like a three six or like okay. a, like a low three seven or something like that. Yeah. But out of I, I I with those bigger craft beer companies when they make IPAs, it's usually pretty difficult to drink out of the can, right? Most things are better yes. poured out. Right? Yeah, for sure. Opens up, the flavors come out, et cetera, et cetera. Um, this is pretty easy to drink out of the can, and especially okay. at nine and a half percent. All right, and that's um, that's Tilray, right? Who owns? I, that? I believe that's who owns Sweetwater, right? Who just bought uh, Shock Top among yeah, other brands. yeah. So it's like <laughs> I have to, I have to get this off my chest because it's fair. You know, we always rip on them, and we talk yeah. so much shit, and and I can step in and say hey look we got you know not the greatest offerings out of the beer cooler in the like the singles cooler you know sure yeah and it, and it's one of those big 19.2 ounces oh you know, so it's a big boy at nine percent at nine and a half percent and i tell you what i've had that and i've had the voodoo ranger a few times and i will gladly take the Sweetwater gummies ipa over a new belgium voodoo ranger all right. I've not tried it, but I'm willing to. And and that leads me to uh, a question for the listeners. If you guys are hanging out, feeling like you want to move your thumbs a little bit, is there a now, for lack of a better term, corporate beer that still does it for you? And don't come at me with some Coors. I like a banquet beer. Fuck you. That's fucking water. It is. But uh, I'm trying to think, like, what, a, what do I still like that's big <laughs> besides Flex? Right, um, <laughs> muscles and stuff. 
<laughs> I would do some new Belgium. They're still putting out some good stuff. Yeah, I mean, their stuff's not bad, you know, like the yeah. Food Ranger or whatever the juice shit that they come out with. It's not terrible, yeah. you know, and it's it's salvageable enough beer and it's like again, like nine and a half, nine to nine and a half percent or something like that. Yeah. Um, so they're gonna get you where you wanna go. But this yeah, and they this Sweetwater they came out with like a, a double hazy now. It's like a red can. Mm. And again, okay. it's like the gummies IPA or whatever. Uh, haven't tried it yet, but you bet your ass I'm gonna, brother. And I'm gonna report back. I can't wait to find out. Yeah, I just really had to get that off my chest. I feel, <laughs> do you feel better? I do. I feel a lot better. I'll, almost every time after work, I, I drink one. I'm just like, I don't know how Greg would feel about this. <laughs> I don't know. It's Sweetwater. They fucking, they're big. They got bought <laughs> out. And they're huge. It's huge. It's big beer. <laughs> it's basically big beer. Yeah, I'm trying to think, like, what other now big... Because, like, you know, um, Ballast Point got shitty when they got bought out. Stone hasn't been that long enough. You know, I don't think they've really changed much. I tell you, don't yeah. miss that Stone IPA. Um, yeah, I've had a couple new Belgiums since the buyout. They still taste the same. Still enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Who? Some people might argue that, like, Firestone's sort of bought out. It's a weird situation where, like, they merged. Still Firestone. I don't know. Yeah. Good beer is good beer. You know what? You you think about it. You do some research, and we'll reconvene. Yeah, let me uh, let me drink about it. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and if you guys are listening, please write in or DM or call or whatever. Let us know what what now big beer you're still enjoying. Call yourself. Out. <laughs> let us shame you. <laughs> oh, you'll you'll feel yeah. better about it. I guarantee you it. You will. I, I like your, your daily routine, though, like getting off work and having a beverage with the fellas. Well, yeah, it's like uh, you put in a day of hard work, man. Like, what better than just going into one of the back garages? Three garages, by the way, behind my okay work, just all for storage, right? Yeah. But there's the one that we hang out and drink in and play cards, and yeah, it's great. You could share war stories. You're with the guys <laughs> who are in it, you know? It's, yeah, it's not, cool, you know, you go home and you... Quote unquote war stories. Right. I mean, but you go home and you tell your wife what happened. It's like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know what you well, do. Well, she hates it. Yeah. My, she you know, hates my that wife. I do it. <laughs> oh, that you drink after work. Right. Right. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. <laughs> she actually asked me the other day. It was uh, Friday going into Saturday. And she was like, can, can you, could you please just come home from work right away tomorrow? Because you came home really drunk on Christmas Eve. <laughs> And it was not good. And I was like, shit, she noticed. <laughs> you're like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, so I wasn't happy about it. Right. But I obliged. Yeah, you got to give her one or two and then you're back into it. Right. And then yeah. that Sunday, I was going to do the same thing Sunday. I was like, you know what? I'm going to make her happy. I'm not going to stay for beer. I'm just going to go home after work. Yeah. 10 minutes before closing, one of the guys comes up to me and just hands me a beer. I mean, so, what are you wow. supposed to do? What am I going to do? Take it home? Yeah. I mean, no. Come on. No. Yeah. It's yeah. got to be drank. Yeah. It, and it was, you know. Good man. All nine and a half percent of it. <laughs> Good man. It's great. It's great. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the one. That's the down. I'll say the downside, but I guess I could do this. I was in the downside to working from home mostly is like, I, you know, no one's going to walk up and hand me a beer and say like, Hey, let's talk about our day. But also I could just take the long journey down the stairs and pick up my own beer. So there is that. Do you? Not, you know what? 
so so rarely you would think that like oh greg's getting hammered on the daily or at least every friday or something really am not there will be some days where it's been a fucking week or we we got something done and it's like a fuck yeah situation and four o'clock rolls around on a friday and i've I'm just mentally spent and it's like, you know what? It's beer 30, baby. Let's what, do this. What about during the pandemic? Did you do it a lot then? No. I, in fact, the pandemic, we were busier than ever. That's crazy. We, you know, we work with governments at my right, job. Okay. So not so, so crazy. You're right. So we were, the pandemic, there was no time for beer during that. Like, in fact, mid lockdown, I was out in the field more than ever. And it was only after that where I started to calm down and actually work from home and, and that Jeez, kind of stuff. Okay. So. okay. But yeah, so nowadays, nowadays, you know, it'd be like, oh, we had a great week. I, I finished these projects. I'm mentally spent. It's four o'clock on a Friday. You know what? Cracking that bitch open. You deserve it. Yeah. But, but overall, extremely rare. Okay. Surprisingly. So the nice thing about having that big work beer, you know, it's like that, like I said, that 19 ouncer. Mm-hmm. I get home. All I need to do is I have one beer at home and I'm good. Right. It, it's like having a beer in the parking lot at the baseball game. You know, you, you slam one there, so you just have to keep it going. You don't need yep. to catch it. Yep. It is, Smart. It, it's great. And especially on that empty stomach after work. Right. I'm telling you, that 19 ounces and nine and a half, it gets you where you want to go. I'll, yeah. I'll, st- I'll stand by it. No, babe. I'm just having one beer tonight. Well, that's what she says. <laughs> and it makes me laugh, right? Because in my head, I'm, <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> She's like, she she always claims that I drink so many beers after work, right? And I get so drunk after work. I say, I, I just have one beer. <laughs> we all just have one beer, except we're all drinking nine nine and nine percenters, and we haven't eaten Tall since boy. eleven a.m. and it's now six p.m. Like, right? It, it's gonna get you. It is but gonna yeah. get you, babe. I'm just drinking just one. Just had one. Yeah, just, one. just for you. I, I told the guys just one today. Just one. That's all we're saying. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> Win oh, like God. 30 bucks in blackjack. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gotta have a beer before I go Uber Eats. Just one beer. <laughs> Just one beer. Uh, all right. Oh, ludicrous libation law. Haven't had this in a while. Kansas. Let's go to Kansas for this one. Have we ever been to Kansas? I don't know. I don't think so. Not I've that per- I can recall. I've personally been there. I have I've certainly never been to Kansas. What did you do right. in Kansas? I was like 19 and a friend from school. Cool. Or so a friend I grew up with, he went to a school in Indiana where he met a girl who went to school in Indiana, but was from Kansas. Oh. So one summer he went down to visit her in Kansas and me and some buddies were like, yo, <laughs> shit would be tight if we like went and surprised him and did like this whole party thing down in Kansas. So we went to Kansas. So here's the real question. Was shit tight? You know, we were 19. Okay. It happened. You know, shit could have been much tighter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we got but some it also Kansas- could have been looser. We got some Kansas City barbecue. All right. Um, we went to a Royals game, right. which they were mid-renovation. They were doing oh. the renovation with the big fountain they have back there. I don't know. Oh, well, whatever. Um, I don't watch Royals games. But we went to, like, it was like a Royals Anaheim Angels game or something. So I mean that was kind Sounds of Sounds awful. Um went to some hookah bar in downtown Lawrence <laughs> or something. Uh definitely sounds like some nineteen year old. We got lost in like the hood. Mm. Even worse, we got stopped at like a, a train crossing. 
And then we saw, and it was like, it was me, two other like 19 year old white dudes. And we're in like this really seedy area. Get stopped at this train crossing. And we see these headlights like pop up behind us. And then it's just pitch black, like 10 at night. And they just keep getting bigger and they keep getting bigger. And you're like, please, this train's got to fucking hurry up so we can get the fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck. And before you know it, these headlights are like just blazing in the rear mirror. Flick on the cherries. And we're just like, fuck. And this cop pulls up to the side of my buddy's car and is like, what are you guys doing here? You're like, and I don't like, know. Hey, we're like, hey, you know, we're from Wisconsin. We're visiting a buddy. We don't know where we're going. He goes, you shouldn't be here. That's and bad. like, all, like the hair on our arms just started standing up and we're like, shit, sure as shit. Train passed. They actually like escorted us out of the area. No shit. And like to where we needed to go because they were like, it is not good here. So get the fuck out. Wow. Yeah. So that was pretty neat. I, I was waiting for something worse. From no, there. no, no. Then they went over and completed their drug deal, you know, whatever. But but that was it. Like as before, we got to these train tracks. We're like driving through like all these streets of like this urban area and like lots of like gatherings of groups of people like in multiple driveways and streets and like uh. we had no idea what the fuck was going on. Just pulled over, like, hey guys, can we hang out? Apparently, not a good area to be in Kansas. Yeah. All so, right. Yeah. And the funny thing is, when I was younger and I used to like travel places, so, like, you know, this buddy's going to school here, this buddy lives here, and we'd go visit these people. My older brother would always watch cops, like loves that show to death. Huge cops fan. He'd be like, Oh yeah, I went to Indianapolis this weekend. He's like, dude, what are you doing in Indianapolis? <laughs> oh, you know, so and so lives there, you know, so we went there. He's like, dude, every episode of cops there in Indianapolis. <laughs> you, you can't go to the crime rate so high in Indianapolis. Why are you going to Indianapolis? So and I told my brother, hey, I went, you know, we went to Kansas here. Was, what, what are you doing in Kansas? They're on cops all the time in Kansas. You can't go there. Kansas is crazy. <laughs> okay. I guess what, before you travel anywhere, watch cops. I, cops I guess so. The, the show Cops will tell you where to go and where not to go. Isn't that goofy? That is very goofy. Well, good times in Kansas. Yeah. You know, it, was, it was fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. Kansas, right. Lud ludicrous libation law. Let's go. Bringing it back around. Mm -hmm. If you want to own a liquor store in Kansas, you got to jump through some hoops. Uh, they have a lot of laws that are passed to protect economic, in quotes, economic interests of the status quo. And this is a, an example of just one of those laws. In this case, it's designed to reduce competition from new liquor stores. So a retail liquor store licensee must have been a U.S. citizen for 10 years, be at least 21 years old, have been a resident of Kansas for four years, never been convicted of a felony, or, this is my favorite, a crime of moral turpitude. What does that mean? Or a liquor law violation. I looked it up, and I'm still not sure what it means. It, it feels very vague and just like, if you did something that they decide is a crime of moral turpitude, then you did it. Huh. Yeah. Very, very weird. Very... Sounds, sounds pretty Kansas. Pretty Kansas. Sounds like they're just trying to keep people down. Uh, you must also not be in law enforcement, never have had a liquor store license revoked, and the licensee's spouse must meet all of the same qualifications. Come on. Yeah. So there you have it. <laughs> and then you physically have to then jump through hoops. Right. And then they bend you over and they <laughs> don't spit on it. Not a sex show. 
<laughs> Not with that attitude. <laughs> so yeah, if you're looking to open up a liquor store, Kansas may not be the spot. Yeah. Just you know saying. What? I don't think I'm ever going to go to Kansas again. Yeah, I think I'm done going to Kansas too. Never been. Uh, all right. Before we talk about some news, let me talk about what I'm drinking about. He calls to the bullpen for beer. I am drinking one of my favorites. Literally, that's what it's called. It's Pure Project Brewing's one of my favorites. Well, at least they're one of your favorite breweries. That's true. It's six and a half percent, has a 4.12 on almost 500 ratings. Okay. They say one of my favorites is a new, this reminds me of uh, our mutual friends brewing in Colorado. We we went there when we That's were out right. there for That's right. You said, oh, we're going to our mutual friends. Oh, they're going to their friends, friends brewing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, tangent. Uh, they say one of my favorites is a new murky IPA that features Nelson Sauvin and Southern Cross hops from New Zealand, along with Citra Cryo hops from the Pacific Northwest. This unique beer was created by substituting a portion of the base's unmalted wheat with chit malt. C-H-I-T. Yeah, we know chit. A, a high-protein, slightly under-modified barley resulting in increased body and haze. Pretty fucking hazy. Yeah, or murky. Or murky, yeah. The fusion of our favorite hops and chit malt leads <laughs> to aromas of dank, lime zest, pineapple soft chew, and strawberry. On the palate, a complex and flavorful experience awaits with taste of mango, overripe apricot, not apricot, apricot. it's apricot, (laughs) lime zest, and blueberry. After you try this one, it might just become one of your favorites. Aw, look at that. The schnoz, I am really picking up on the pineapple. That's where my my schnoz goes. Okay. Let me warm up my tongue job Do it, baby, do it. Oh, there it a little backfire. Not just me today. <laughs> the taste really follows suit. I'm really getting some of that like pineapple-y flavor, like not a real pine- kind of like pineapple candy flavor. Um, some of the apricot. I don't get blueberry. Blueberry's a weird one. I'm not picking up any blueberry on. This. I think that's a really, really difficult flavor to. Even if it's like you're drinking an overfruited sour and they put blueberry yeah. in it. Not an overpowering flavor. Well, this has a bunch of like tropical and, and citrusy fruits and, you know, flavor wise in it. Yeah. And also blueberry. It's like, I'm not picking up any fucking blueberry, you crazy fuck. So, uh, overall, a delicious beer. I mean, pure, if you're looking for a hazy, excuse me, a murky, there you pure go. is is where it's at. You can't go wrong. And this is just another great example of this. So, very, very delicious. Thank you, pure. Uh, all right, let's do a little news before we head up on out of here. I do like news. Oh, do you now? Yeah, let's let's news me. <laughs> I'm gonna news you, bad boy. News me so hard. <laughs> Getting off on the news. Not a news show. No, uh, kind of is. <laughs> no, it definitely is. Yeah, definitely more than a sports show, a sex show. Not a sports show. Yeah, mostly not a sex show either. <laughs> <laughs> Snoop Dogg is bursting into the cannabis beverages with. Death Row Drink. Okay. Yeah. Is it going to <laughs> Only Shug's around. <laughs> wow. After, <laughs> what, too soon? <laughs> oh. R.I.P. Tupac. 
After a brief dabble in the RTD coffee business early this year, legendary rapper, weed advocate, and rising CPG player, Snoop Dogg is back with another beverage venture. This time he's teaming with Texas-based Hill Beverage Company to use iconic rap label Death Row Records as a way to enter the rapidly expanding world of cannabis beverages. Here's the flavor lineup of the uh, so-called do-it fluid. The do-it fluid? That's that's what he's calling it, the do-it fluid. Oh, it's not good. Yeah. Uh, Blood Orange. So that's not the name, though. Here, the name of Blood Orange is called Jeet Up. Blue Raz, the shiznit. <laughs> Cherry Limeade, Lottie Dottie. <laughs> because, come on, we likes the potty. Uh, and Peaches in Honeys, which is called Pump Pump. Come on. <laughs> uh, CBD exclusive, 25 milligrams, priced at $4.99 per 12-ounce can, as well as oh, an 8-ounce. Oh, so it's CBD. Yeah. But there's also an 8-ounce version that contains 3 milligrams, the perfect flex amount, right. of Delta 9 THC. Okay. So there you go. Look out for your, your Snoop drinks. So there's a CBD version and a THC version? And the THC version also has CBD in it. Okay. But, uh, yeah, there's a CBD only and then a THC and CBD version. I'm sure various like states will not be able to pick up the THC version. Of any state to roll with, like, a, a Texas company. That's right? Isn't that surprising. weird? Yeah. It is a little weird. It's, that's surprising. So, I'm going to pick up some of that Lottie Dottie. See how, how it is. Pump I up. hope they have it out here. Somebody, in fact, fun story, went to the weed shop, which the one we go to, it's like the Apple store of weed. Okay. It is so fancy. <laughs> it's weird. Is everybody but, wearing a matching outfit? Oh, yeah. They all wear the same shirts and very Apple Store-esque. But they get to accessorize? Yeah. <laughs> they, they call it pieces of flair. Thank you. <laughs> we, we bought our um, groceries, if you will, one time. And as we're about ready to leave, some guy goes... I mean, if you will, you did. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Hey, so guy goes, Hey, you want a free prize since you, you know, spent nine million dollars? I was like, I mean, <laughs> sure. Give me a little something, you know, for the effort. Yeah, spit on it, maybe. And uh he hands us a can, and it was a can of he goes, It's a Snoop Dogg. It's not this, but it was a Snoop Dogg weed soda. Okay. It tasted like absolute trash. Shit, right? Now. It was so bad. Fucking horrible. But you know, we got high. Uh, an Australian duo drinks nine at ninety nine bars in one day. No way! In a, in a record breaking pub crawl, two friends from Sydney have broken the record for the most pubs visited in twenty four hours after drinking in ninety nine different bars over the course of a day. Harry, oof, Kuros and Jake Loiterton, both twenty six, smashed the previous record set last year by Heinrich de Villiers in South. South Africa, who visited 78 pubs. Loser. Harry and Jake attempted this record for two reasons. To raise money for MS Australia, a nonprofit organization dedicated to multiple sclerosis, and to revitalize Sydney's nightlife, which they say has become decimated over the past decade by legislation changes and the COVID-19 pandemic. The pair began the record attempt at midnight to work around the opening and closing times of the city's bars. As soon as the clock hit 12, they went full speed ahead into as many places as possible. It didn't take too long for Harry to feel the effects of consuming so much liquid in such a short time span as he vomited just two hours into the attempt. Wow. Yeah. 
Luckily, after reassessing our game plan, I managed to pull it together and continue, he recalls. With most venues closed by 2 a.m., Harry and Jake found themselves walking great distances to find open pubs, as they were not allowed to use any form of private transportation, such as a taxi. By 5 a.m., they were exhausted, so they rested in a park and then a cafe until 9 a.m. when some pubs began opening again. They continued on throughout the day with very little downtime, aiming to spend no more than 14 minutes going from one pub to the next. This accounted for ID checks, queuing up for drinks, consuming the drinks, and then walking to the next venue. There's no way they consumed a full drink. (laughs) By early evening, they'd surpassed the previous record of 78 pubs, so they decided to carry on until they reached 100. However, due to miscounting, they stopped at 99, incorrectly thinking it was their 100th pub. In total, they spent around 1500 Australian dollars on drinks, which is about $990 US. And now they're getting sponsored or what? Yeah, pretty much. I read somewhere that one of the dudes, I think the dude that puked, uh, started drinking water at every other pub. So like they just had to like visit a pub? And finish a drink, whether it was beer or not. I don't believe that. I think I think they should have to finish a beer, even if it's a light beer. You can I mean, put like, down I'm a fucking like, Amstel light. Are you taking like a sip of a drink and then heading on your way? But like to consume a full drink, no fucking way are you hitting <laughs> 99 in 24 hours and consuming a full drink at each bar. Yeah. I don't believe it. Believe it. Even if well, you the do one guy puked Greg, two hours in. But even if you do half of them, that's 50 alcoholic beverages in 24 <laughs> hours. You would be fucking dead. It's true. I don't care how much you're vomiting. You would be fucking dead. Yeah, well, I mean, I think they're switching off of the water and stuff, so. Well, yeah, but like you said, after every other pub, he started doing water. Yeah. So, so what kind of, so 99, so he's doing, you know, we'll say 49 beers and 50 waters. That's still a lot of beer. In 24 hours. 24 hours. You know what? Challenge accepted. No. I would I would try it, you know, do it with like a fucking Bud Light or something. No, right. Well, whatever the lowest you would do a Modelo, but whatever the whatever the lowest percentage, you know, beer you can get on tap is. I would, I would try it I don't and know, then probably st- die. Do, do they still do Miller sixty four? I think that's like two point three percent. I don't know. Is that a thing? Oh yeah, Zima. Can we get a Zima? Sixty four calorie uh, Miller product. Yeah, I mean, do they still make it though. Is that- it's like remember, I I can't remember if that was one of the beers that they discontinued with the High Life mm-hmm. Light R.I.P. High Life Light. <laughs> um, but like, remember the Bud Select, like the, the Bud Fifty Five. Yeah, it was like I, mean, I never had thing. it, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, fifty five calories, like three percent alcohol or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe you could do that. Yeah, I mean, if, if they're still making one of those, I'd try it. Forty beers in twenty four hours? No fucking way! Come on, flex. We got this. Two beers an hour every hour of the day gets you at forty eight. It's not bad. Super light beers. Eat some some shitty food along the way. But then you're filling up on food. Are you gonna have room for drinks? Oh, don't you worry about that. Because are you doing twelve ounces or are you doing the full sixteen ounce pint? Oh, that's a good question. Because then you have to take into consideration. Man, that's a lot of fluid mm-hmm. ounces running through your body. There's a lot of ounces. A lot of peeing. Let me tell you. A lot of fullness. A lot of fullness. Don't break that seal. I don't know. I'd try it. I, I wouldn't. I would die. <laughs> Come on. We got this. I'm pretty sure I would die. We you might got be able to this. We got this. Hopefully, uh, talk talk Chew into it. Oh, you know Chew would do it. Chew Come would on. do it. Come on, homie. Let's do this. Just Let's find a fucking... super light beer. Yeah, we need to stay we need... up for 24 hours. Yep. 
record it all and let we need to find an area that's got enough bars that's got enough of insert shitty light beer here oh i don't even care about like the bars aspect i just want somebody to drink 48 (laughs) beers yeah i don't have to leave the bar in 24 hours like to me that's crazy so just two beers an hour but then not like yeah like not sleeping for I don't know. Right. Am I blowing this out of proportion? Maybe. I don't know. A- am I underestimating the talent that it takes to do this? Maybe. Am I? Mm. I don't know. I just Let feel us like know. That, that's a lot. I, it sounds fun to me. I mean, like, I, I know guys that can throw down like 30 packs in a night. Oof. But see, so there you go. 30 pack yeah. in a night. Oof. Right. And you're getting fucked up. You're probably puking. You're blacking out for certain. <laughs> yeah. So then add on. 18 more beers to that. Yeah, but when you say a night, that's like in six hours. That's five so, beers an hour. So you think spreading it out through 24 hours is going to be okay? It's going to be better than not. <laughs> I'm still thinking it does not end well. It's probably not going to end well. <laughs> but I'm going to die trying. Strap up, liver. We're going <laughs> to fucking do this. Oh, man. Shannon, I, beli- that poor I believe woman. in us. Yeah, I know. She's <laughs> a saint. <laughs> I believe in us. Good lord. Uh, a ooh, help me with this. Baraboo? Yep. All right. A Baraboo man sentenced to 13 years in prison for trying to blow up a bar. Okay. In Madison, a Baraboo man will spend the next 13 years in state prison for trying to blow up a bar in Linden Station last year. A judge handed down the sentence on Friday in Juneau County Court. Uh Heath, oh, this guy is from Europe. Heath Fjordin was found guilty of arson of a building with intent to defraud, a Class C felony. In a plea deal, all other charges were dropped and a jury trial scheduled for next month won't happen. Oh, he can't own a liquor store in Kansas. (laughs) He's fucked. Authorities say that around 1.30 a.m. on uh, September 1st, Fjordit set off an explosion (laughs) in the basement of the bar as well as rags soaked with gasoline. Investigators say they also found a bloody... They also found bloody handprints that appeared to have been left by the arsonist. They found a wig they believe could have been used to disguise the person responsible for the explosion. According to the criminal complaint, employees at the bar were concerned that Fjordan may, be, uh, may do something to the bar. The complaint alleges that on August 31st, the day before the explosion, Fire Chief Troy Madlin contacted Police Chief Jeremy Bonakowski Sounds like a Wisconsin police yeah. name. Chief Madlin said he received a complaint about the possibility of Fjordan burning down the <laughs> burning down the building. The criminal complaint says authorities found Fjordan around 4 p.m. on September 1st in Germantown <laughs> Township. He had suffered considerable burns to his hands, arms, backs, backs, back, legs, and face. Now, bur- I'm no detective, but that that probably explains the bloody handprints. <laughs> it might. Just maybe. The burns on his hands and arms appeared to be the worst as he had skin falling off. Oh. Feared it. Denied not a good, being Not a good look. Not a good you. look. <laughs> Let me use my good hand. <laughs> Feared it. Denied being involved in the explosion and told authorities his injuries came from a grill fire at his home. According to the complaint, it, you Wisconsinites. It just doesn't sound like he had a good plan. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're not wrong. The, I, 
the wig and the bloody hands, you know? It's like, I don't know, if you're planning on blowing someplace up, like, wouldn't the step one of the plan be like, not be there when it blows up? Yeah, that that feels like the right? best. It sounds like he physically caused the explosion due to the skin falling off his arms. Right, <laughs> it almost sounds look. like he's flammable at this point. Right, right. Just, and a wig? Like, yeah. come on, wear a hat, man. Like, Means he had to go to a wig store <laughs> and buy a wig. That means there's another for this shitty plan. <laughs> That's another paper trail. God dang it! Cured it. Really needs to step sure. up his game. Sure, this didn't happen in Florida. That's crazy. Yeah, maybe he's from Florida originally. Uh, not uh, with a name I, like that. Uh, yeah, Fjordan. Fjordan. <laughs> oh dear. It's probably Swedish. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he's a chef uh we'll end it on this one drizzly's 2024 trend predictions is this they're the gonna year go for business beer? Oh. Yeah. have you ever used drizzly no do you know anybody that has no like i don't i don't okay never... so here's my thought process on like if you're going to drink you, you which, like which i am you, you like plan on drinking right you're gonna have people over or you know, I don't know, you're setting up for the weekend. I've never met somebody that's like, oh shit, I forgot to get all of my alcohol. <laughs> Better call Drizzly. Here's the closest we've ever been to calling Drizzly. We were hanging out at uh, Coley's house and it was like a Sunday morning. We were brunching and we were a little underprepared with the champagne. And we were, we got a nice buzz going like, fuck, we can really use some more champagne. And we went back and forth. Like, Should we call it do a little drizzly? Like, no one had ever done it. In the end, we just switched to beer. <laughs> we yeah, did I not mean, go with more champagne. Yeah, you, you had it there, right? Yeah, we had beer. Yeah, we were low on alcohol. Yeah. We were just low on champagne. Just go to the beer. Yeah. So I honestly I don't know anybody that's used it. If anybody out there has experience with drizzly, let it, let us know how it was. Cause uh never done it. I guess it's sure, probably like Uber Eats. Sure, it's the same people that remove their tip, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Those motherfuckers. Coming the, for you. The, the drizzly circumcisers. Yeah, <laughs> Keeping it clean. <laughs> and uh, sterile. So, and, oh, yes. Very clean. Very clean. Very sterile. Uh, all right. So here are their trend predictions for 24. Beer was the number one beverage that respondents plan to continue to purchase this year, with 68% planning to buy from the category, up from 67% in 2023. Right. They wrote, this is a potential reversal of the five-year trend on Drizzly where beer share has been on the decline, dropping from 18% share of total sales in 2019 to 14% in 2023. Light Lager is expected to lead growth for this category, with 43% of consumers planning to drink lager, more than any other beer segment. Up from 38% in 2023, seasonal beer was the second most popular at 35%. Stouts are also expected to see gains with the amount of consumers expected to buy the style up from 12% to now 15%. Despite beer's overall share gains, trends were already starting to look up at the end of 23 with quote-unquote core beer, increasing its share of total drizzly sales from 11.8% in October to 12 in December. Okay, 0.2%. Hey, look out. <laughs> Other 2024 trends to expect on drizzly include continued growth for tequila, particularly premium products, Consumers trying different ready-to-drink cocktail brands as the number of RTD products on Drizzly has increased 47% in 2023. 
Uh, continued growth for non-alcoholic beverages, boo, with more emphasis on mocktails and less concern over inflationary pressure when buying. It's getting too dry in here. Yeah, we got to keep it. Well, we keep it slobbery <laughs> wet. <laughs> Grossest thing ever. Uh, it was already moist. Now it's slobbery wet. It's, it's such a gross term. So gross. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna lose that sponsorship, aren't we? <laughs> we should probably do ourselves a favor and wrap this up before we lose I any more sponsors. Think we should just yeah. yeah. Call it quits. Whew, yeah. It's been nice knowing everybody. Yeah, it was good while it lasted, huh? Hey buddy. Hi Vanessa. Hello, Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. Doubtfire. I'll say Mrs. Doubtfire <laughs> stepping in there for a second. Got it. Yeah. Uh, check us out at craftbeerrepublic.com. Of course, on the socials at craftbeerrepublic and flex me a beer underscores in between 805. What are the fuck are you doing? My face hurts, so I'm massaging <laughs> my face. That was fantastic. <laughs> I wish everybody could see this. Where was I? 805-538-BEER That's 2337 Mail at craftbeerrepublic.com I think that's everything I hope everyone is not only massaging their faces But also staying very well hydrated And on that note Good night everybody (laughs) 